today. As always, please like, share, and subscribe to this channel for more inspirational videos and audios, stimulating discussions and conversations, and more. Peace and blessings. Welcome to another episode of the Scriptural Cliff Note Sessions. Hi, the Scriptural Cliff Note Sessions are available on the following platforms. Anchor, Spotify, and Apple iTunes. Follow us by hitting the follow button and subscribe so that you can hear all this important information that pertains to life and the future. Thanks. Hello, welcome and welcome back. Um... I told you before that um, I was going to say some um, end of year um, announcements and discussions. Now, you know, usually I um, gather discussions or write down discussions that I have with various people, and then I just wait for them to um, build enough so that I can discuss them on air. And that's something I'm doing along with um, what I feel um, is going on or going to happen in 2024. Now, by no means am I saying I'm a prophet in any way. That's not my, um, that's not what I believe that the Most High gave me, the blessing that I got or ministry. Um, my ministry is on lecturing and teaching the truth. That's that's what my job is. Um, and I believe a lot of other people have the same job, just in a different way. That's why I don't recreate the wheel. I upload what is um, relevant on my platform, even if it's from someone else, because I believe that we all in this together. Um, what I want to say, and I probably will build more on it after I say um, my announcement slash discussion. Um, and I, this is my hope for 2024. My hope for 2024 for all um, family, friends, loved ones, brethren. I hope that 2024 is a year, and I have many pages, but um, I hope that 2024 is a year that everyone gets to accomplish something big in their lives. I hope 2024 finds you in a um, pleasant, peaceful state. I hope that you get to accomplish some beautiful, memorable, and um, eventful things. Okay, and in terms of your dreams, um, if you haven't written down any dreams or goals or anything, try to do that. 
try to write down goals. I know a lot of people, um, well, may or may not write down um, resolutions or goals. I call them goals. And throughout the whole year, you can actually write them down because when you write goals down or you write um, something that you want to accomplish, which is also a goal down and you keep it in front of you or keep it where you can see it, you um, unconsciously work towards that goal. And towards the end of the year, you find that either you move towards that goal or you accomplished it. And that's kind of fun. Um, I don't know if a lot of people, um, well, I know a lot of people do write down resolutions, but I don't know if they accomplish them. But for those who um, unconsciously work toward them, that's good. That means you're paying attention to yourself. So I hope that you um, find goals if you don't have any, work towards your goals if you do, and finish your goals if you're in them. That's what my hope for you. Um, I pray that you get closer to your family members and that you have a forgiven heart and that you're able to love and support them more and love yourself. Um, I pray that you um, drop fear because there's a lot of stuff coming down the pike. I already told you. And we don't need to have fear because the Most High didn't give us the spirit of fear. Yes, fear is a spirit. So drop that and always have a prayer in, in your arsenal. Because um, listening to this platform, I'm giving you tools for your arsenal, tools for your toolbox. So that if any devil comes up against you, you can pray to the Most High. And you can even say something short, like if it doesn't line up with the word of the most high, because the uh, the word of the most high, he has all these good things for us. If it doesn't line up with that word, then you won't accept it. And that you ask the most high to have that um, angel that combats that devil come and combat him. Okay. Bind and loose. These are the things that you have the power to do. This is why I say you have to um, learn who you are and who you belong to. So that's a part of you having the peace and the um, motivation to keep moving towards uh, 2024 and beyond. Um, like I said, there's a lot of things coming down the pike. Like I said, again, I'm not a prophet. I wouldn't I don't know when it's going to happen. I just know that it does. And I know a couple of weeks ago when I said I had this feeling, it was terrible. It was a terrible feeling. I couldn't shake it. It was a few things that happened to the world. It happened. And then personally, it happened. So um, that's how I found out certain things was going on in my life by that uneasy feeling. So listen to yourself too. Always listen to your conscious. Okay. And your intuition, listen to it because it connects with the most high. Excuse me. I want to say too, um, let go of dread and bitterness. We only get one life. Okay. We get one life. We know that on this end. Even Solomon talks about it. Solomon says, and I'll loosely quote it. You get one life. Do Everything you need to do in this life, because you only get one, especially on this side, because once we get to the other side, yeah, on the other side, y'all willing, those who do, because I'm going to put myself in the praise y'all, hallelujah, those who get to go to the next life, it will not be like this at all, 
I will not be like this at all. And the scriptures say that. That's why I said what I said. Okay. Um, my prayer for you also is to stop struggling emotionally. There's a lot of people who have mental health struggles. There's some people that think that they just making mistakes or they think that um, things are always happening to them and they don't understand why. A lot of times it's an emotional struggle or a um, psychological struggle. And um, once we get to know ourselves, because, you know, in psychology, they say that's self-evaluation, um, excuse me, self-actualization. And they say not, not many people do that. But actually, if you are walking spiritually, the most high allows you to see yourself truthfully, all your flaws, all of the things that you need to work on. Yes, he allows you to see yourself. So when you're walking in the will of the most high, you get to see yourself the way the most high sees you. And that's in truth and not your own. Oh no, I'm so good. No. So in that, I hope that the most high gives you that, um, that source that you're able to see yourself and all your shortcomings and all your struggles and all your emotional bind, uh, binds and being bound. And I hope that you're able to come out of it through prayer. Okay. Um, that's my, my prayer for you. Now I want to discuss, um, some things and it's not in any particular order. It's a couple of pages. So I just jot down some stuff for the end of the year. Um, for those people out there that are bored, those people out there that have um, the finances and they have the time to do it learn something new do something you've never done before like travel um it's a big thing because um it's good to get out and see the world beyond what you know that's number one and number two some people grow older and they keep saying that they're going to do it. Like I said, they make their list or their resolution that they're going to travel. They're going to do this. They're going to do that. And they never do. If they travel within the 50 states, because I'm in the United States, then they call that travel. Or sometimes they have these aspirations. Oh, one day I'm going to travel the world. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And then they pick a place and they never get there. Many people keep saying they're going to go and they don't even have a passport. I say come out of the fear and go travel. Go do something you've never done before, anything. So one of the things I'm going to focus on is travel because um, I had a conversation with somebody. It's an older woman. And she's from another culture, but not another nation. And she came over here from her country. And she was saying how her daughter... Um, is grown and she wanted to travel with her girlfriend. But every time she tries to um, call the girlfriend, the girlfriend's busy working. So the girlfriend's um, priority is work, paying bills and making money. But she says she's at a time in her life that she wants to travel and she has a particular place, place that she wants to go. And she's saying that every time she calls her friend, her friend is not available. Even the husband said, she ain't available for me either. So I said to her, listening to this dilemma of hers, and I said, well, why don't you just travel alone? 
And she just looked at me like, what? Now, this is an older lady, older than me, probably old enough to be my mother. And I'm old school. But um, I told her, travel alone. And she looked at me with this fear in her face. And I said, listen, you can do this. You can do this. Now, I'm not telling you to travel alone. And I don't. And I've never traveled alone. I would never tell somebody anything. I would never advise them to do anything if I didn't do it myself. Because like I said in passing lessons, I don't talk what I don't know. So if I don't know anything about traveling alone or anything else, I would never advise her. And like I said, she's an older woman. Um, she might be in her 70s. Mm -hmm. She might be in her 70s. Um, and she's very vibrant. So she... Uh, she looked at me and she was like, I could never do that. And I said, yes, you can. I said, there are so many um, tour groups that would fit your needs. And even if you didn't go with a tour group, if you did a little bit of research, you would be able to go places and be safe. I told her, I, 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 in my life, I have traveled. Okay. And I've said this before, when I started traveling, I was in my twenties and I was doing it alone. Yes. Traveling alone, less than a hundred pounds, tiny thing, traveling the world alone. So I say this from a place of experience. So, um, I gave her the information that I'm getting ready to say now. I said, um, like I said, there's many tour groups. If you do a little bit of homework, there's tour groups that fit your age, that fit your demographic. I mean, in everywhere. And you can even do homework on the tour group. The length of time you want to tour and what you want to do. Now, there's tours that um, it's just when you get a, a, like the 10 days or the 20 days or 50 days, whatever, how long you want to, um, the length of time you want to tour, there are things that you get to see everything. See all the sites, do this, do that, and then have time to yourself. So it's not always, oh, I'm going to be with a bunch of people. No, you're going to be connected uh, to these people in regard to the tour, that's it. After that, you can tour on your own. You could go off on your own. You could do whatever you want to on your own, or you could leave whenever. That's, um, you know, it depends on how long you want that stay to be. Like you could just break off and go. Like say like you wanted to, all right, I only want to tour for five days. Okay. There's tours for five days, there's tours for seven days, there's tours for nine days, there's tours for 10 days. And you want to stay wherever for two weeks. You do that five-day tour and then break off. This way you already saw everything you wanted to see or you're acclimated um, or introduced to whatever it is that you want to see more of. You understand how it works. You, uh, you see whether it's safe or not. And then you just go it alone. We cannot be afraid to do things. We can't be afraid to step outside of our comfort zone because that's what the most high plans for us to uh, to be sparring athletes. You can't be a sparring athlete without putting in uh, pain, working, exercising, doing all that. You got to put um, the exercise in it to become that sparring athlete. So like I said, hold on. 
if you want to do something, do the research and do it. You don't want to get older and sit there and say, well, I wanted to do X, Y, and Z, but I never got to do it. Or I didn't have the money to do it. You will be surprised how economical tours are. You will be surprised. Like I said, I was in my early 20s when I started to tour. I think I was like 21 or something like that. Maybe when I did my first tour, I think I was 20 or 21. One of them. And I always said that I wanted to tour. Um, but when I was ready to tour, like in my teens, <clears throat> I had just got out of college. So I was like, oh, I can't because I have to pay this loan back and all this other stuff. I had a lot of responsibilities when I was young. So um, I said, when I'm able to tour, I'm going to tour. And when I was able to tour, I didn't have the finances. And when I had the finances, I wasn't, um, I didn't have the time. So when I was able to get the time in the finances, when I got stable in my job, then I went on my first tour. And after that, it was like smooth sailing. I mean, I was everywhere. Literally, I was everywhere. <laughs> and when I tell people, oh, yeah, I toured, I went here, I went there. And they was like, well, who'd you go with? By myself. And the minute I said by myself, they would look at me like, are you kidding me? And you didn't get snatched up. You didn't get kidnapped. You didn't get killed. You didn't get raped. You didn't get, no, I didn't get any of that. So like I said, um, there's uh, tours and there's trips and there's all kinds of stuff. If you do a little bit of homework, depending on what you want to do, whether you want to take a, a cruise, you want to take a flight to another country, another continent, whatever, I suggest you go and do it. Do your homework. Look up various tours, because like I said, there's many tours for different age groups, different demographics, literally different demographics in every um, range. You could do tours from three days, five days. And I was telling her that and she was blown away. She was like, you know what? I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that. I told her, don't be afraid to do it because other people, nine times out of 10, the people who are going on a tour with you because they have specialized tours, tours for first time travelers, tours for mature tra travelers, tours for people who want to hike, tours for people who just want to relax. They have all kinds of tours. When I told her all these things, she said she was going to look into it. Now, I could actually do the homework for her and just give her a special tours for like um, older people, more relaxed tours, because uh, some of these tours, it's a lot of walking, it's a lot of strenuous stuff, it's a lot of climbing, and they tell you on um on their site what type of tour it is so you really have to be um diligent and uh, doing your research and making sure that the tour is right for you and I only say that in regards to travel because that's the conversation that I had with somebody but what I'm saying is um, do something new. Aim to do something new and exciting in your life. If it's only to travel within the United States, then go to the go to another um, state. Go do something. I'm going to tell you this. We have Hawaii, Puerto Rico, all of that stuff. You may not, um, you don't, U.S. Virgin Islands, you don't need a passport for these things. And you could get away for about, ooh, now I haven't been out, I haven't been away um, in about three years. So um, I don't know what the um, 
what the prices are off the top of my head, but I'm sure they're running specials. And a lot of times when I was going on tour alone, I got the special if I didn't go on a tour. I mean, if I didn't go away for a weekend, you know what I'm saying? I got a special. And you could look that up too. There's many um, places that you could travel and you could just go away for a weekend. Even if you go to Miami or whatever else, go to a nice beach or whatever. But um, do your homework. Safety is a concern, <clears throat> but I still say don't be afraid. So um, stay prayed up. Do your homework. If you can go with somebody, go. But if not, you don't have to go with nobody. So that's that on travel. But getting back to what I was saying in regards to doing fun and exciting things, go do something you've never done. Go try something you've never tried. Um, and that's something that you could do in 2024. But make sure it's realistic. Okay, don't do nothing crazy. Um, what else do I want to say? In terms of um, focusing on yourself, uh, let 2024 be the year that you don't tolerate no nonsense. Okay, let 2024 um be the year that you leave behind negative people places and things walk away from negativity okay because like i said we only get one life it's a lot of stress going on at our jobs and our personal lives we do not need to take on extra stress and the world is getting ready to experience some shifts i already told you we shifting and turning and you're gonna see it everybody's gonna see it so don't take on extra stress if you don't need the nonsense, leave it where it is. Just like Yeshua said to um, the apostles, if they don't, um, if they don't receive what you're saying, walk out and shake the dust off your feet. That's what I'm saying to you. If people are giving you nonsense, if people giving you they behind the kiss, if people are being fuss budgets and they refuse to be um, keep up their end of personal um, interpersonal relationships, then walk away because you just don't need to stress. Okay, don't stand for no dumb nonsense. Walk away from all toxic relationships. Okay, self-preservation is key. Keep yourself from the nonsense. Remember, self-preservation is key. Your mental health, you cannot put a price on it. Okay, you cannot put a price on your mental health. Let this be the year, 2024, be the year that you don't put up with no nonsense no more. Like if you the scapegoat or if you somebody that everybody dumps on or um, or uh, they take you for granted or abuse you or anything, let this be the year, 2024, that you shake all that off and leave it back there. Okay? Uh, that's another thing I want to say. Um, trying to read my notes. If people are not going to be supportive to you, if they're not going to be understanding to you, if they're not going to be the 50 to your 50 in interpersonal relationships, just leave it alone. Just leave it alone. I mean, there's some things that you could take and let go, but when it builds up, you got to walk away. 
that's when you got to walk away. I mean, even some people don't believe that they put a lot of nonsense on you and they just keep walking around acting like nothing's going on. Oh, I don't know. Nothing's happening. And when it's built up to the point that you can no longer take it, just walk away. Because it doesn't make sense. You got to ask yourself, why am I here? Why am I in this relationship? What what benefit am I getting from this relationship? I'm putting my all in it. Is the other person putting their all in it? Is the family member, friend, whoever putting their all in it? You got to self-evaluate and then you got to evaluate the whole relationship. Has this person done you wrong five, six, seven, eight, nine times and you stayed faithful? You got to ask yourself that question and that will help you walk away. Even family members. Okay. I mean, uh, with family members too, enough is enough. How long do you have to be dumped on? How long do you have to be the scapegoat? How long do you have to hold on to everything so it doesn't crumble? What is that doing to your mental health? What is that doing to your physical health? And does anybody care? That's what you have to, um, you have to think about that and let it go in 2024. Cause like I said, um, on a macro scale, things are going to be happening. So if things are happening outside of yourself and we can't do anything about it and it's going to affect you, what are you going to do about all of the smaller things? This is what I mean about carrying extra stress. You don't need that. Walk away from the nonsense because it's not going to get any better. You already know we in the last days and nothing's getting better. Wars, 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 famines, depressions, skyrocketing food prices, air quality bad, water quality bad. The, the ground is bad. Every time you turn around, I know in New York, it, New York is falling apart, literally falling apart. Is that not stressful? And every time you turn around, you could go to the supermarket on Wednesday and turn around and, and just wait and go to the, um, wait for the next week and go Monday. The prices went up. Ridiculous. So you already have all this stress and then you got to put up with somebody's nonsense. No, it's time to do some self-evaluation and um revisiting of relationships that's what you need to do okay um now i want to talk about um children teach your children some responsibility Teach your children some responsibility. Now, I know there's a lot of parents out there that do teach their children responsibility, but there's a whole lot of parents that don't teach their children responsibility. And this is their reasoning. Oh, I had it hard in my life, so I don't want it to be like that in her life or his life. And guess what? The kid don't have to do nothing. They don't know how to clean the house. They don't know how to wash the clothes. They don't know how to do the dishes. They don't know how to do nothing for themselves. And when they get old enough and go to college, they don't know nothing. This is what I'm saying about uh, when wisdom withdrew. I'm not even going to go into spiritual things, but I'm just letting you wisdom, letting you know wisdom did withdraw. And what does that mean? 
Um, and how significant is it? It's very significant because wisdom brings knowledge. Okay. You're supposed to be uh, born with the capacity to have common sense. Common sense gets exercised and becomes strong. Okay. Common knowledge. And you'd be surprised how many people don't have common knowledge. Just what I mean about the kids. You're supposed to teach them that when they're young. When you have common sense, that's the ground, um, I would say the root or the foundation to build so that when the wisdom comes, it can give you discernment. Discernment is spiritual. It's higher than common sense. So if you already taught your kids common sense and common knowledge to take care of your body, to take care of your surroundings, where you live, to take care of yourself, eat right, exercise, keep your hair done. I'm not talking about perms and all that. I'm just saying, keep yourself up, clean yourself properly, uh -huh. have some self-love and self-respect. This is what a lot of people don't teach their kids. They don't teach them that. They don't teach them nothing. And the kids don't know nothing. Now they, they might go to college and they might know their books and all of this stuff, but they don't have no common sense. And I'm just going to say this. I'm an educated person. And I get it. But when you go to school, you are learning the world system in the area that you want to go in. That's what you learn it. And that's where education is. You pick a, a curriculum, you go and you learn um, information in that curriculum. And that's what you know. It doesn't mean that you know everything. It doesn't mean that you got common sense. Half the time you go to school, you barely passing. So you may not even know that subject at all. I say that to say people with common sense are way better than people that don't have it. I mean, you could be book smart and in your curriculum smart, but common sense trumps that. And wisdom can work with somebody who has common sense. They can because they can rise to the level of discernment because you have common sense. Okay, you're supposed to have all this stuff. This is what I mean about um, learning about yourself and learning who you are. There's a kid that I seen on TV. Because um, I'm just going to use myself. I'm going to use myself. And then I'll talk about the kid on TV. When I was young, I had kids. Okay. And I'm not going to discuss um, in what capacity we lived and all of that stuff. I'm not going to go into that, but I will say this. My kids learned how to clean their rooms, clean their bodies, wash clothes at six and five years old. When they was able to pick up a bag and bring it to the um, laundromat, because I didn't have my own, um, I lived in an apartment. I did not have my own um, washing machine and all that. They helped. It's me and the kids. So you get a bag, you get a bag, and you're going to learn to wash these clothes. You're going to learn to separate the clothes. You're going to learn to wash the clothes. You're going to know the difference between white clothes. You're going to learn the difference between dark clothes. Did they wash the dishes? No, they ain't really wash the dishes. But they learned to wash themselves, wash your face every day and every night, get in the bath or the shower every day and every night, wash up. Be clean. You can't come in the house, sit on your bed, or do anything like that, coming in the house with your clothes on like that. Uh-uh. Wash your clothes and put them in the dirty clothes. 
make sure you got a dirty clothes bag, sit it over there, make sure everything's good. Get up, make your bed, do everything. I made sure they had a routine to this day. If they ain't sitting down praying um, over their food and whatever else, and they grown men, people look at them in awe. They shouldn't look at them and say, wow, they're so respectful and this and that. People shouldn't do that because the children of Israel for the most part are. But there's a lot of people that's growing up, they don't have the sense that the most high gave a chicken or worm, I can't say worm or chicken. Well, chicken, if a chicken looks up and it's raining, it's going to drain, but worms know when to come and when to go. So a lot of times these kids don't have no sense. They just don't have it because they, their parents want to do everything for them. That's not the way to go. I understand, you know, you may or may not, I don't know what your situation is. You may have had a hard life and you want to give your kid a little bit of grace, but you're not helping them. My kids knew how to do stuff, okay? My kids knew how to do stuff. Go in there, if I gave them a directive, they knew how to do it because I taught it to them and I reinforced it. So that's how they know how to do stuff. I, after a while, I didn't have to tell them to, uh, how to do it. I just told them to do it. And they did what they needed to do. Clean out that tub, wash that, uh, that uh, bathroom, do this, do that. They didn't have to do the kitchen, but they took out the garbage. They uh, made sure that they put their dirty clothes away. They cleaned up the bathroom and they cleaned up their toys and made sure their room was fine and make up your bed. So they were responsible at a very young age. And that's how these kids should be. Now I'm going to tell you what I saw. There's a popular show that's on TV. And um, it's a real estate show. And I saw that with this real estate show, it's a husband and a wife. And they have kids, two daughters. One of them is a baby and the other one's like in high school or whatever. They tried to bribe their daughter to clean up um, and do chores to get money for an allowance. Why are you bribing your daughter? First of all, isn't that your house? Don't you make the money? Why doesn't she know responsibility? People have to understand these kids are going to grow up. How are they going to take care of their own house and rear their own children if they was never taught? I know somebody very near and dear to me that don't know how to do nothing. His mother didn't teach him anything, nothing, nothing. And he's grown and he has his own kid. So what the hell? I say all this to say, when you teach children responsibility, it's not a burden. It's a, it's a help. It's a step up for them. When they're young, they will not deviate from what you taught them how to clean themselves, how to be tidy and all that. And when they get into relationships, when they get older, then they'll be able to keep up their part of the house. They won't be a burden on their significant other, their spouse. Because nobody wants to go around picking up after nobody else. That's disgusting. They, they, nobody wants to pick up after your clothes, your dishes, your nothing. And that says something about the character of a person. Like, you don't know nothing. You don't have to do nothing. I don't think that's cute at all. I don't care how much money you have or how much your parent try to save you from not doing stuff. That's a disservice. It's a disservice. You're not teaching them nothing. 
And that's not how Yasharel supposed to be anyway. I'm um, I'm focusing on Yasharel right now. That's not how Yasharel supposed to be. You're supposed to teach them how to do stuff and be independent. Okay? That's what you're supposed to teach them. It's a travesty if you don't. Okay? It's a travesty if you don't teach them the vital things they need to know when they're young. To let them just fend for themselves and do whatever. I mean, you can't utilize what you don't know. You can't practice what you was never taught. And people are not going to automatically go, okay, well, let me learn how to do this and let me learn how to do that when you're grown. You're not even going to think it's um, significant. So like I said, um, teach your children some responsibility, please. Bribing your kids and doing all of that, first of all, you have a job just like everybody else. It should be like that. They're going and my cat got a job. Her job is to keep me entertained and make sure no mice or nothing come in this house. That's her job. And that's how she gets fed. Okay. I better not see nothing. So everybody got a job. My husband has a job. I have a job. And that cat has a job. Okay. Everybody should have a job in your house. And if not, good luck to you. You'll just be, you know, people look at that. People look at that and go, what kind of parent did you have that didn't teach you nothing? Mm -hmm. Especially if you Yasharel. And um, you'd be surprised how many Yasharels falling behind everybody else and don't teach the kid nothing. Oh, no, the kid don't have to do nothing but go to school. What do you think? The kid is slow or something? No disrespect, but good grief. You could walk and chew gum at the same time. That builds character. Okay. Good grief. It also exercises their brain power when you have to do multiple things. What is wrong with people? Nevertheless, people, uh, yeah, honey, they don't teach their kids nothing. You also want to teach them um, the value of money. Okay? Be clean. Love yourself. Um. Uh, be open to talking to your parents. You want to, you want them to be open to talk to you. Cause if a child can't come and talk to you when something detrimental happens, how are you going to know? So that's a big one too. You know, you don't want to spoil them so much that they rotten and don't know how to do nothing. They're going to be dysfunctional when they get older and they not even going to know why they're just going to think, Oh, it's just something I didn't learn. No, they have no discipline. That's what you're supposed to instill in your child. Okay, go to Proverbs, honey. Solomon's letting you know what you're supposed to be doing with your kids. All right. Um, I also want to segue into this. Tell your children if they're uh, a certain age and up. Um, first of all, have a designated person that is going to handle your will and all the stuff you need or they need in case of your demise. So you also, in, in terms of having your child be more responsible, after a certain age, you will want to have your children to understand what your will is. You may not, um, I don't know, you may want to talk about it or you may want to let them know that you have a will and where uh, where to find it if you have an attorney or whatever it is. But you want to prepare them um, by letting them know where the will is, who's entitled to what and whatever else. 
many times, especially in the children of Israel, people die. We don't know who got what. Where is it? You're looking through couches. You're looking through papers and documents for days and days and days. You don't know what's where. Does this person have a um, a burial um, insurance thing? Do they just have burial? Do they have hopeful insurance? Where? Why do your children have to find these things? Why do your children even have to discover that you don't have it? Why? A lot of times this is what's happening. You think that you ain't going to die. Therefore, you don't discuss nothing with your children. Nothing. It's never said. And I think people are fearful. I think that... um they believe that if they don't talk about it, then it's not going to happen. Honey, everybody's going to die. Everybody's going to die. And I say that from personal experience. My parents passed when I was young. Yep. When I was young, barely able to take care of myself, they passed away. Talk about looking for stuff. Talk about not finding stuff. Okay. You don't want... The worst thing that you could do is leave a child with nowhere to look for anything. You can't find nothing. You're sitting on ice. We don't know nothing. Prepare yourself for anything. Be ready for anything. Be ready for anything. Honestly, be ready for anything. Because anything can happen. And we saw that in 2019, 2020, 2021. Okay. Be ready for anything. Stay ready, like I said. I say stay ready because so many things have happened in my life that I'm determined in myself to try to connect as many dots as I can. If this happens, then I'm here. I'm. If that happens, then I'm there with it. Documentation, whatever. Discussions with my husband, sisters, kids. You have to do these things. I know um, it's scary. You may not want to do it. You may not want to think about it. But guess what? It's going to happen. And you not thinking about it does not negate the fact that it will happen at some point. Okay? Um, I lost a lot of people in my family. And finding documents is not easy. And finding out that there is no documents is even harder. <laughs> so... You want to be prepared and you want to be able to tell your children and loved ones where your documents are. If you don't have any, get some. Help your kids out. Help your family members out. Make sure your um, your stuff is in order and have it on the side. Make sure somebody knows where it is. If you have a lawyer, make sure they have the lawyer's number and whatever else. Because the worst thing you want to do or the worst thing that could happen is it goes into a state and nobody could touch that. Then people are fighting over stuff. They're not listening to the rules. They're not listening to the regulations. If they found it, they, the worst thing, and this is what I usually tell people that um, are close to me. Um, the worst things happen at funerals and weddings. It brings out the worst in people. People's emotions are running high when somebody dies and when somebody gets married. Those are two transitions that people lose their cotton picking minds. They lose their minds. So you want to make it easier for other people. It's bad enough that, you, uh, that you're that going to go. 
uh, y'all forbid you go, it's bad enough, but not to be able to be on top of the situation is another stressful event on top of everything else. Sometimes people lose their mind. Sometimes they can't do it. Sometimes they cannot do it. They just can't move forward with it because they don't know where nothing is. They don't know how to start nothing. They don't know how to do nothing. They don't know who to call. They don't know nothing. It's just easier if you had um, information on what to do. Okay, 2024, let that be the year that you get all your documentation and everything in order just in case because you want to stay ready. You just do for your children um, as old as 19 and 20 years old, 18, 17, whatever. If they're responsible enough, you want to just tell them. You may not want to give it to them in their hands, but you want to make sure it's in a safe deposit box or it's in a attorney's office or if you have anything, um, any documentation or any place it is, you could just tell them where it is, where the key is, where whatever. You want to prepare them if anything detrimental happens, any adverse situations happens because accidents happen, things happen, people have um, heart attacks and all kinds of uh things that surprise people and you need to be ready you're already falling apart you need to be ready so that's what i want to say about that we need to um inform our children and loved ones about uh where documents important documents and papers are so that they can at least be on top of that why they're mourning and trying to move forward with your um, demise. Okay. And it takes the stress out of um, not knowing, you know, like I said, we walk around, we don't even think about it, but we need to, because we're not meant to be here forever. When Adam did that sin, you already know it's curtains for everybody. Okay. Even though the most high did not mean for people to uh, die. Adam did that. And since he did, we need to be ready. Okay. Um, and speaking of that, I'm going to segue into something else I wanted to talk about um, in regards to children. Hmm. Let me just look for it. Um. I did have something else to say about children. Ah. What they need to know about. Um, I already said that. I want to say this. There's a lot of children out there, grown children, young children that want to know who they are, where they come from. Now, I'm not talking spiritual things. I'm talking about carnal things. Who's their daddy? They want to know who their father is. Young people, older people. Moms, y'all got to level with your kids. Tell your children who their fathers are because everybody wants to know where they came from. Everybody. And I think a lot of females don't tell their kids. Number one, they believe that uh, it's none of their kids' business, which is not true. 
Number two, they're too busy running around to even care about the kid and they're too selfish. And number three, they're afraid that their kid going to think they're some kind of hoe. I'm going to tell you this. If you was a hoe and you ain't telling your kids what's going on, you need to be ashamed of yourself. Because nine times out of ten, and I'm not trying to be disrespectful, history repeats itself. Okay? So nine times out of ten, your kids is doing what you was doing. And they want to know who they came, uh, came from, and you need to tell them. Even if you was a hoe. Okay? You need to tell them because they don't need to walk around here not knowing who they belong to. It's bad enough the children of Israel are fragmented. They came over here in a ship being abused. They've been taken away from their families in so many ways, so many times. They're broken. Broken. We have, I already told you, there's a question mark over our heads. If, especially if you don't know who the children of Israel are, the devil then did so many things to you that you need to be honest with your children. If you was out there gallivanting, and even if you don't know who their father's father or fathers are, because I know many females that have uh, children with many men, it's very unfortunate, but I'm not going to talk about nobody. But like I said, you need to be truthful with your kids even if you don't know who their father is or fathers plural even if you don't know who their fathers are tell them tell them because they need to know they cannot continue to walk around with the question mark over their head because they don't even feel whole they feel fragmented on every level and for you children who are not asking um, your parents where your father is, you need to. Don't be afraid to ask your mother where your father is and who he is. At least if you, I think that this is how I feel. I feel that if you ask your parent, the only thing the parent, the worst thing the parent could say is none of your business or I don't know. That's the worst thing they could say. And then you could just, uh, begin a search. You could do your own research. But I think the question needs to be asked, who's my father? And I say this because, as I told you before, I've been working in many, many fields in mental health and um, with children and families and stuff. And many people don't know who their fathers are. And that's when a lot of issues come about. A lot of issues come about because people don't know who their fathers are. So they repeat the same, uh, the same spirit looms over the family. It's generational curses. Sometimes people don't even get the nerve to ask who their father is because they, they feel like they're bothering their mother or they feel like um, uh, their mother won't um, answer. Or they go around as if it doesn't matter to them. And it does because their life is in shambles. I feel like you need to get the nerve and the courage to ask your parent and don't let them die where your parent is and who the parent is. And even if your parent doesn't help you, your mother doesn't help you um, find your father, you can do that on your own. You just need to have a starting point. You need to have a starting point. Okay? Mothers, you need to be ashamed of yourself. You really do. 
You really, really do. I mean, there's so much I could say about that, but I'm not even going to go there. I'm not here to badger you. I'm just trying to give you the courage to tell your children the truth. I'm not going to bash you, but you do need to be ashamed of yourself. If you're not being truthful with your children, you got to ask yourself, how much do I care about them? And I don't care if you do hate their father. At some point, you love them. You got to reach down into your heart and don't think about the man you don't like no more. Think about the child who needs the man that you don't like no more. Think about somebody other than yourself and don't be selfish. Yeah, you need to tell these kids because I know grown men, it has affected that they never knew who their father was. I mean, strung out on drugs and all kinds of stuff because the root of the pain is not knowing who they are and who they belong to. So that's something that uh, these parents need to do. They need to tell their children who they um, who their parents are and who they connected to and who they belong to, because that's a serious epidemic within the children of Israel voluntarily and involuntarily initially involuntarily and now just willy-nilly okay we need to stop being hoes uh sisters mamas aunties nieces daughters we need to stop okay have some self-respect and start telling your children who they belong to Um, what else do I want to say? Mm -hmm. I did that. Um, let me see. I'm looking at the next thing I want to say. All right, I want to say this. Um, this is a segue into um what I want to say about parents and people if your life is in disarray like I said you've been doing stuff you really don't want to do but for some reason you continue to fall back into the same uh mess that you've been doing give it to the most high in 2024 let that be the year that you turn from negativity that you turn from sinning that you turn from the world and turn around and let the most high clean your nonsense up. Okay. There's a lot of things that's in people's, there's a lot of junk that's in people's conscious, that's in people's um, families, that's in people's literal backyards. Let the most high help you with it. Don't carry the burden by yourself. A lot of times we carry in the burden by ourselves and it it's playing itself out in our character. The way that we act and the way that we go about things is playing itself out. When you're walking around and you don't care about yourself, something is wrong. Because that's not typical. You going out here, going and getting high and using drugs and being promiscuous and doing all that stuff. Something is happening. Okay. Like I said, I am not against therapy at all. You may want to. Um, find a therapist that is also into um, uh, that also uh, discusses things and helps 
spiritually, because there's a lot of um, pastors and uh, ministers that um, also give therapy. That's one thing. Um, you also want to give it to the most high. You want to walk in the will of the most high. That means follow him. Don't be in the middle. Don't be warm. Follow him. Okay. Pray to him. Yell out to him. He has so many promises for you, but you act like you don't want them. You don't take advantage of them. They sitting right there for the taking. And this is why we do what we do because the most high knows that the children of Israel's in pain. He knows that they fragmented. He knows that they don't know which way is up. And that's why he's opening people's eyes spiritually and pouring out his spirit and giving the children blessings so that they can help the rest of the children. And it's happening all the time. And I believe with all my heart, this is what my position is and my ministry is to tell you the truth and to teach you who you are and who you belong to. That's what mine is. And I'm glad to do it. So like I said, um, let the most high fix your life. Stop relying on all these other people that don't have no real answers. Go to the most high with it. He said he'll take your yoke and you take his. His yoke is easy. He said he's going to give you his peace. He's going to give you the living water. He's giving you everything, fruit, armor, everything. All you got to do is reach out and take it. Don't stand there and wait for the last minute. I already told you in 2024, we don't know what's going to happen. We are in the time of, um, there's a big question mark everywhere. Uncertainty everywhere. We don't know what's going to happen from one minute to the, to the other. Um, take advantage of the things that you need to take advantage of. Like uh, the word of the most high. Because in those scriptures, the most high said he ain't going to be there. All the time. He said, you you uh, find me where, while you can. Because there's going to be a time, and I already told you in this world, and everything works in a circle. In biblical times, they wasn't able to reach for those scriptures. They was beat down if you didn't follow the rest of the world. You think that ain't going to happen again? I already told you we in the book of Esther. What happened then is happening now. It's a perpetual spirit. Until the Yeshua come back down here, it's going to come a time you ain't going to be able to reach for those scriptures. Now, how are you battling spirits and you don't know the word? The word is your sword. Faith is your shield. How are you working your faith? Faith without works is dead. You must learn and be able to prepare yourself for whatever's coming. And how do you do that? By the scriptures now. Don't wait till the last minute. I know there's a lot of people that's last minute Charlie's, honey. They like everything at the last minute. Rush, rush, rush. I don't like that. I like to be prepared for anything. Life has taught me that. Stay ready for anything because I have had to be ready for anything. Every time I turned around, I'm losing somebody. Nobody's there. So I had to stay ready and prepare. So I'm telling you. As we continue to move on to 2024 and beyond, we don't know what's going to happen. There's already world wars. There's already famines. There's already all of this stuff. We don't know. We don't know what's happening, especially in the United States. Look around you. 
people's getting kicked out of their homes and all kinds of stuff. I'm telling you to get in the will of the most high because all things are possible with him. It's so many things and so many um, powerful tools that you could use by getting in that word that you need to know that's going to build your foundation with truth. You need to get in his word. That's what you need to do. And prepare your children too. Prepare your children. Because we are in a time of uncertainty. We don't know what's going to happen. I mean, people going to... Pe the bad thing is some people going to listen to this. They're going to keep on going on like they ain't never heard it. Until all hell breaks loose in their lives. Remember, life is a roller coaster. It does not stay stationary. It's up, it's down, it goes around... You in a fun house, a dark fun house on a roller coaster. You don't know what's going to jump out. You don't know what's happening until it stops. And it doesn't until you leave this earth. So like I said, um, for 2024, let that be the year that you come to the most high, that you walk in his will, that you give yourself to the most high, that you turn around from the world and say, I, I'm not going to be a friend of the world anymore. Let this be the day that you choose the most high and don't turn back. Because it's going to be a whole bunch of people that's going to be lost, honey. Because the road to perdition is wide. That's what it says. It's real wide. And the narrow road is the only road that's going to go to the most high. And it's real narrow. And only one person could go at a time. Now, think about that. Um, I think I might have one or two more things to say. Let me just look. Um, hmm. I just wanted to make sure I said this before the year's out. Just to let people know, um, we are coming down to the wire. I can't tell you when the end of the world is. I just know that we are there. I know that we are there. The scriptures say that we are there. They're giving us hints and hints and hints that we are there. Situations is giving us hints that we are there. I mean, it's time for us to start listening. We need to start listening. I want to say this. Um, come out of religion. Come out of religion. Come into the word of the most high. Okay. Come out of religion and come into the word of the most high. The most high did never gave you a religion. Never. I don't care what's, what uh, fake Bible said, whatever. He never gave you a religion. For the children of Israel, it's a bloodline and a contract, which is a covenant. A bloodline and a contract with laws. House rules, which is the laws. A contract with your forefathers and your DNA bloodline. That's what it is. It's not a religion. You're not a proselyte. Okay. The scripture said there's proselytes. You're not a proselyte. You was born in the bloodline. Turn from your wicked ways, change your mind, and choose the most high. That's what you need to do. You need to choose him. Because every day that you're on this earth, more and more time is passed. You don't have a lot of time. We we don't we we can't afford to uh, squander our time. I already told you time is money. Not only is time money, 
time could slip by and you don't even know it. Um, I say all these things to say that, and this is all I have to say. So I say all these things to say that let 2024 be the year that you turn away from the world. And I know I said that before, but let it be the year that you turn away from the world because the world's going down in flames. Most high said that the devil is the prince of this air. And how is he, um, how is he fooling people by the airwaves? And what does that mean? Media, Hollywood, music industry, everything, all of those things, all the conglomerates, um, um, the uh, military industrial complex of different nations, um, the medical establishment, they all, they all under the guise of the devil come out of her. And, and I don't want you to misunderstand me when I say this. When you come out of her, you got to come out of her in spirit and in truth. Meaning, don't follow the world. Because you don't have another planet to go to. I'm just saying. Do not start acting like them. Do not do the things that they do. That's what I mean when I say come out of her. Because you already know people don't have common sense. That's how you come out of her. Spend your time with the Most High. He doesn't forget nothing. And I'm telling you this. He wins. Okay? Plot twist. You think that the devil's going to be doing all of this stuff and he's going to gain a foothold. No, 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 no. No, no, no. The most high wins. Okay? Because people think that um, this devil's just going to be ruling forever. That's what a lot of people think. And they walking around uh, doing the devil's bidding in every way possible. Right in front of our faces. Turn from the world and turn to the most high. Remember, he's going to be sealing his children. Okay? He's going to be sealing them. And when it's time for the most high to, uh, to uh, get the world and all of his wickedness, you don't want to go down with the ship. So with that, I think I did enough talking <laughs> for 2023. <laughs> and hopefully 2024 will be more talking. And more information and hopefully higher spiritual things. I know I'm going to be um, uploading more books. So you'll be getting more books. Okay. And this way you'll have a larger picture of the life and times of our ancestors, children of Israel. Because these 66 books is just not enough, honey. You'll have more questions than answers. You need to be able to uh, connect these books like a large puzzle. There's literally hundreds of books. And the Ruach is going to teach you which ones are authentic and which ones aren't. Because yes, they have been infiltrated. Okay, that's why I say, chew the meat and spit out the bones. Everybody's not, you're not going to always agree with what people are preaching or teaching. But the scriptures, okay, that's the inspiration of the Most High. And once you continue to stay in the scriptures, that's how the Most High talks to you. So he's going to tell you what's right and what's wrong. Okay, and you're going to be surprised at yourself. So with that, I say that even though uh, in real life, according to the Most High, this is not New Year because, you know, the devil mixed up times and dates. I will say um, 
I look forward to continuing these lessons. Um, I appreciate it if you would share these lessons, um, be a part of these lessons by asking questions. I know there's a lot of people that have questions and, you know, they usually trickle in, but uh, don't be afraid to ask questions. I mean, we need to know these things. We need to be in the know when it comes down to the most high. The most high said, my children are destroyed for lack of knowledge. Why did he say that? He even said the devil's children know more than my children. You don't want to get caught out there like that. That's what you don't want to. So uh, if you have questions and whatever else, upload those questions. You can also do it on Spotify. You can email me. Like I said, 2024, we hope that it's going to be better for the children of Israel. But if it isn't, we already know how it ends. We know how it ends. So with that, I say, I hope to see you in 2024. And until next time. Hi. Trying to contact me regarding a question, comment, or concern? Well, you got two ways of doing so. The first way is you can email me at cliffnoteqna at yahoo.com. I'll say it again. This is one word. Cliffnote, the letter Q, the letter N, the letter A, at yahoo.com. The second way is you can upload a question, concern, or comment on Spotify. The question section appears under the episode's description on Spotify. Send me your question and I'll definitely answer it. Thank you and enjoy the podcast. To hear the word of truth from the Most High. But you know what's better? Hitting that follow button and hitting the small bell next to it to be notified of new content. You can also save a life by sharing this valuable content. Go ahead, save a life today. Thanks. Don't make me your guilty pleasure. Hit that follow button and make that commitment. You will not be disappointed. And it's free. It doesn't cost nothing to hit that follow. Thanks.